0: Morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the life of one of the greatest Indian revolutionaries ever who shot himself to death on this date in 1931 at Allahabad rather than surrender to the British. Chandrasekhar Azad, one of the greatest Indian revolutionaries ever, a man who was an inspiration. This Great revolutionary was born as Chandrasekhar Siddharam Tiwari on July 23rd, 1906 in the village of Babara, now located in Alirajpur district of Madhya Pradesh. His father, Pandit Siddharam Tiwari, hailed from the now district of Uttar Pradesh and uh, had a small job as a clerk in the forest department. Located in the midst of thick jungle surrounded by hills and valleys, this is where Chandrasekhar would spend his growing up years. Though Sitaram Tiwari was not very well-off and had to struggle due to poverty, he remained honest and never served to earn money by illegal means. Chandrasekhar grew up under the loving care of his mother, Chakrani Devi, who wanted her son to be a Sanskrit scholar. From his childhood, he displayed a very strong rebellious trick. Once when his hand was burnt during Deepavali, he did not even notice it. He studied at the local village school along with his brother Subdev, where he was tutored by Lal Trivedi. He always held high ideals and a love for justice, a quality he inherited from his father. Trivedi Sir would be Chandra's mentor when his father was unable to afford to educate. It was he who took him to his home and educated him. Owing to the poor financial condition, Chandra took up a job when he was just 14 years old under the local deserilhar Siddharam Agnihotri. However, Chandra was restless with the job and wanted to explore the world more. His mother persuaded his father to send him to Kashi to study Sanskrit. Varanasi was then the center for Sanskrit education. Students all over India flocked there. The best part was that most students from a poor background were there given free holding and lodging. Keeping this in mind, Sitaram Diwari sent him to Varanasi for further studies. However, the restless Chandrasekhar could not adjust to the environment and he ran away from Kashi to the jungles of Alirajpur where his uncle lived. It was during his stay in Alirajpur that he came into contact with the Beels, from whom he learnt archery. However, his uncle felt that the Beels were having a bad influence of Chandra and sent him again to Varanasi. He studied Sanskrit but he could not bring himself to understand the complicated Rama. He loved to swim in the Ganga for hours and listening to discourses on Ramayana, and Mahabharata and hearing stories about the freedom fighters or our heroes. Just at that time, on 10th December 1917, the British government introduced the dreaded Rawlat Act Act to suppress the growing clamour for independence. Its aim was to suppress political agitations under the pretext of sedition and specifically targeted the extremism congress like Tilak Bipinchandra Pal, who, along with revolutionaries like the Chapeka brothers and Kudiram, both were considered dangerous. Under this act, police could arrest anyone anytime or place them under house arrest with no warrant and no questions asked. And soon by 1919, the country was up against the Rowlatt Act and Mahatma Gandhi led the Satyagraha. Swami Shraddhananda led the Hartal in Delhi against the Act and there was firing in which five Indians were killed. Punjab exploded in anger and the government there arrested Dr. Saifat Jim Kichlu and Satyapal Dang. And one of the worst massacres took place on 30th April 1919 at Jalianwala Bagh by General Dyer. Even after Jallianwala Bagh, the government committed more atrocities. Native Indians were asked to crawl on the streets, people were put in carriages and place, paraded life. Indians were routinely flogged and whipped. Chandrasekhar's blood boiled at what was happening in Jallianwala Bagh and the atrocities in Punjab. The Congress held its session at Kolkata in 1920 headed by Lala Lajpatra and passed a resolution for non-cooperation. Under the leadership of Mahatma Gandhi, the non-cooperation movement spread like wildfire all over India in 1921. Varanasi too was caught up in the moment as students boycotted classes and demonstrations were held. He left his studies and jumped into the fray. His naturally rebellious self could not hold back. Once during the agitation, he saw police mercilessly beating up some agitators and unable to hold back, he threw a stone at the sub-inspector which hit him hard. Though he ran away from the place, the police managed to trace him out and he was arrested. He was just a 15-year-old student when he was handcuffed and put in a dark damp spell. However, instead of breaking his spirit, it strengthened his resolve further. In the police station, he was one among the five to six odd youngsters in the group. The magistrate Mr. Karigat, a Parsi known for awarding very severe punishment, saw that these boys stood fearlessly. He called out Chandra, For throwing a stone at a police officer. Chandra was totally unperturbed. unperturbed. And this was what went on. Your name? Azad. Your father's name? Azadi. Where do you live? In prison. Taken by the sheer insouciance, a furious Karigat ordered 50 lashes of severe caning. It was a punishment that often the even most hard. Hardened criminals could not bear, yet the benster betrayed no fear. Stripped of his clothes except a vest and tied to a wooden plank, he took the caning that could often tear the flesh of the body. The jailer Singh was notorious for his cruelty. He relished torturing the prisoners and hearing their cries. As the cane lashed over his body, the youth cried out Mahatma Gandhi ki Jai with every stroke. Not one trace of anxiety or suffering as he patiently took the lash in. As the news of his bravery spread, the citizens of Benares came to receive him. Chandrasekhar Sitaram Tiwari was now Chandrasekhar Azad. His defiance at the police station and the way he received cane blows without flinching made him a hero in Varanasi. People turned up in large numbers to see him and his photo was published in the newspaper Mariada with his caption Brave Child Ajad along with his heroic deeds. The 15-year-old Sanskrit student Chandrasekhar Sitaram Tiwari was now the heroic revolutionary Chandrasekhar Ajad. His father was however worried and implored him to return home. Ajad by now had made his mind that he would serve the nation and his life and was dedicated to it only. He gave up his studies and plunged headlong into the freedom movement. He had broken all his bonds with his family, his education, his life remained committed only towards India. However, when Mahatma Gandhi suspended the non-cooperation movement after the Chauri Chauri incident, many, like many others, Ajad was also disappointed. An agitating mob had burned down a police station in the village of Chauri Chora and this made Gandhi suspend the movement. Ajad felt that armed revolution was the only way to achieve independence and he began to come in touch with some of the rebels from Bengal. The movement was led by Sakindranath Sanyal who organized it in Uttar Pradesh. And soon the revolutionary body in UP was merged with the Anushilan Samti and founded by Salya Sanyal under the name of Hindustan Republican Association. Influenced by the objects of the Russian Revolution in 1917, it sought to establish democratic sociali- socialist society in India. Apart from Ajat, it had other active members like Ram Prasad Bismil, Suresh Papu, Rajendranath Lahiri and Ravindra Mohankar. Ajat became a member of HRA through Pranavesh a revolutionary who was impressed by his spirit. In due course Ajad became an active member of HRA and he ensured that the membership shot up as he reached out to people. Most of these revolutionaries used to meet at the Kalyan Ashram in Benares and often covered their activities under the guise of being a music group. However, the group was facing financial constraint and money was hard to come by. Ajad took up this responsibility and began to meet influential leaders of Congress for funds. He had a good manner of speaking. And many were impressed by him. Pandit Mutilad Menhiru was one of those who assisted the party financially. And others like Pushotam Das Tandon, the famous writer Sharak Chandra Advocate General of Kolkata, Essen Sarkartu contributed financially. However, the increasing number of members, the expenses also shot up. Ajat and his friend often had to do with meagre clothing, spare food, and spent the cold winters in ordinary clothes, sometimes with no food. Howard never deterred them for their resolve. With the growing number of necessity of pistols, Ajad made a mystery as the member who was an expert in pistol making. He himself started working as an accountant in a shop to provide financial leave for the party. We take a break now and when we come back we take a look at Ajad's role in the Kakori Conspiracy and his later life. Faced with the funds crunch, the HRA decided the only way out now was to loot the government money. The location was Kakori, a small railway station near Lucknow through which a train carrying the treasury money would pass. The idea to rob the train was conceived by Rampasad Bismil, who saw the security loopholes. And on 10th August 1925, the revolutionaries stopped the train at Kakori in night and routed it. Along with Azad, the other rebels were Rajendra Lahiri, Roshan Singh, Ashwakulla, Manmatnath Gupta and Sachindranath Bakshi. However, the government cracked down strongly and an intensive search was launched for the culprits. Many were arrested and after a long crime, four of them, Ram Prasad Bismil, Ashwakulla, Rajendra Lahiri and Roshan Singh was sentenced to be hanged by death. Ajad however was now on the run and the British were unable to capture him. Disgusted as a sadhu, Ajad came to Jansi via a long road that touched and indoor and he soon made it his hub. The forest of Urcha near Jansi was where he began to practice his shooting skill and soon he became known as an expert marksman. Living in exile in Jansi, Ajad began to recruit others for the revolution and train them in shooting. He also taught kids at nearby villages under the alias of Pandit Harishankar Brahmachari and learned driving in Jansi at the Bundelkhand motor garage. Sadashin Rao Mal- Malkapukar, Vishwanath Vaishambhai and Bhagwandas Mahaur were his close associates in Jansi. Congress leaders like Raghunath Dulekar and Sitaram Bhagwat often visited him. The HRI now had become scattered after the crackdown and death of Bismillah and Ashokulla. It was now left to re- Azad to re- recognize it. Trekking on foot through the thick jungles of central India, Ajad reached Kanpur after a long and arduous journey. He reorganized HRA under the name of Hindustan Socialist Republican Army. It was Kanpur where he met Bhagat Singh Rajguru Bhatkeshwar Datta, who would later play a crucial role. He was helped in his re establishment by one of his close friends, Bhagavati Charan Gohra. The Hindustan Socialist Republican Army now vowed to take a more aggressive approach, and soon the members began to be trained in bomb making and shooting. However, tragedy struck when Lala Lajpat Rai was brutally in- l- charged by leading a demonstration in Lahore. Lala Ji soon died of the injuries and a furious Azad vowed to avenge the brutality. Rushing to Lahore, he held a meeting with others and formulated a plan of action for this. Along with Bhagat Singh, Rajkuru and Sudhev, he laid in, wait- in wait for Saunders and Scott, the police chiefs in Lahore who were responsible. The rebels fired short, Saunders was killed on the spot, spot while Scott managed to escape and Lala Ji was avenged. In the meantime, Bhagat Singh was arrested in 1931 and along with Sukhdev and Rasguru put on trial. Azad once again escaped the police tragedy and by now he was one of the most wanted men ever. The occasion came in 1931 when he meant to meet another revolutionary, Ganesh Shankar Vidyarthi, at Sitapur jail. It was Vidyarthi who suggested Azad to meet Jawala Nehru at Allahabad to ask for clemency to Bhagat Singh. However, Nehru refused to meet Azad at Anandbavan and Allahabad and he walked away in frustration. Azad was sitting with his friend at Albert Pal in Alhabad, planning his next course of action on February 27, 1931. However, an associate of Ajad had turned informer, and the police soon came to know of his whereabouts. Arming ATC poised, the police surrounded Azad and soon a gunfight broke out. One man against the whole police force, Ajad refused to surrender. He fought like a cornered tiger till the end. He kept firing at the British police with his pistol till he had just one bullet left. He placed a pistol to his temple and pulled the trigger. One of India's greatest revolutionaries, a truly brave son of Bharat, fell on the earth. He died like a man without surrendering in glory. A man who called himself Azad, sacrificed his life for the Azadi of India. Chandrasekhar Azad, one of the greatest Indian revolutionaries ever. On this date, when he made the supreme sacrifice for the sake of India's freedom, take time to pay a silent tribute to this great revolutionary. Naman.